Welcome to Psyspiracy. Join us as we expose conspiracies and hidden agendas that manipulate the truth in science and impact the planet and the future of humanity, which compels us to unravel fact from fiction and illuminate a path toward a brighter and enlightened future for all. Get ready to blast off into the world of Psyspiracy. The world of food production is often shrouded in mystery and secrecy, with powerful corporations like Monsanto and Bayer exerting tremendous influence and control over the food supply. From the creation of genetically modified crops to the pervasive use of toxic chemicals like glyphosate and Roundup weed killer, the impact of these practices on human health and the environment remains a topic of intense debate and scrutiny. Despite growing awareness and activism, the full extent of the harm caused by these practices may never be fully known, leaving us to grapple with the haunting question of what other secrets may be lurking in our food. Monsanto, a multinational agrochemical and biotechnology corporation, has faced concerns about its impact on the environment and public health, which has been a contentious issue for many years. Monsanto has been at the center of controversy for its production of genetically modified organisms, GMOs, and its use of toxic chemicals like glyphosate, the active ingredient in its Roundup herbicide. The company has been accused of putting profits over public health and environmental concerns, and many advocates and scientists have raised concerns about the long-term effects of Monsanto's products on human health and the planet. Monsanto has created toxic chemicals that have resulted in the death of people, livestock, ecosystems, and other organisms. The company's flagship product, Roundup, has been linked to cancer and other serious health problems. In addition, Monsanto has been accused of using questionable tactics to promote its products, such as funding research that supports its own products and suppressing research that is critical of them. Monsanto's origins can be traced back to the early 20th century, when the company began as a small chemical business producing saccharin and vanillin. However, it wasn't until the 1960s that the company became embroiled in controversy due to its involvement in the Vietnam War. During the war in Vietnam, Monsanto produced Agent Orange, a highly toxic herbicide that was sprayed by the U.S. military on the Vietnamese countryside to defoliate the forest and deprive the enemy of cover. Agent Orange contained dioxin, a highly toxic chemical that has been linked to a host of health problems, including cancer, birth defects, and neurological disorders. Monsanto and other companies involved in the production of Agent Orange have faced numerous lawsuits and criticism for their role in the Vietnam War and the harm caused to both U.S. veterans and Vietnamese civilians. While the use of Agent Orange has been banned, the legacy of its toxic effects decades after the war ended is felt in Vietnam as well as on U.S. soldiers who were exposed to the harmful herbicide. In Vietnam, it is estimated that over 3 million people were exposed to Agent Orange, with many suffering from a range of health problems, such as birth defects of children born to parents who were exposed to the herbicide. These children have been born with a range of disabilities, including missing limbs, malformed organs, and cognitive impairments. In addition to birth defects, U.S. veterans who were exposed to the herbicide during the war have also experienced a range of health problems, including higher rates of certain types of cancer. 
This early chapter in Monsanto's history highlights the dangers of unchecked corporate power and the need for greater accountability and transparency in the production and use of chemicals and other products that can have profound negative impacts on human health and the environment. Monsanto began producing genetically modified GM crops with the commercial release of Roundup Ready soybean seeds in 1996. These crops were engineered to be resistant to glyphosate, allowing farmers to use the herbicide to kill weeds without harming their crops. However, concerns were raised about the safety and environmental impact of GM crops, as well as the potential for genetic contamination of non-GM crops. Despite these concerns, Monsanto continued to aggressively market its genetically modified seeds and herbicides, cornering the seed market and making it difficult for farmers to grow crops without using Monsanto's products. The company also faced criticism for its aggressive tactics against farmers who tried to save and replant seeds from Monsanto's patented GM crops, leading to lawsuits and public backlash. In recent years, Monsanto has faced numerous legal challenges related to its products' health and environmental impacts. In 2018, a California jury awarded $289 million in damages to a groundskeeper who claimed that exposure to Roundup caused his terminal cancer. The verdict was later reduced to $78 million. But the case sparked a wave of similar lawsuits and calls for greater regulation of glyphosate-based herbicides. Internal records have been uncovered that show Monsanto engaged in unethical practices to promote its products, including Roundup. These records reveal that Monsanto wanted to ghostwrite scientific research in order to skew the outcome in favor of the safety of Roundup by downplaying and suppressing research that raised concerns about the herbicide. In one email, a Monsanto executive suggested that the company could hire academics to write papers that would find us something favorable for Roundup. Monsanto tried to discredit the International Agency for Research on Cancer, IARC. In their internal documents, they anticipated that glyphosate would be classified as a probable or possible human carcinogen and laid out a plan to attack the scientists and discredit their work. One tactic they employed was to publish a series of papers that contradicted IARC's findings to discredit their work. However, they did not want these papers to appear as though they were produced by Monsanto, but rather wanted them to appear as independent publications. These papers were ultimately published in the Critical Reviews in Toxicology Journal in 2016 under the guise of an independent review. These papers were found to be completely inaccurate despite claims in the acknowledgement section of the journal that no one from Monsanto reviewed or contributed to them. Internal emails later revealed that Monsanto not only reviewed the papers, but also paid some of the authors under undisclosed deals. Furthermore, they heavily edited and wrote parts of the papers which prompted the journal editors to express concern and request that Monsanto and the scientists involved provide a new acknowledgement and declaration of interest. Nevertheless, the papers are still in circulation and are still labeled as an independent review. This and other instances of ghostwriting have been observed, such as academic scientists, whose names and likenesses appear on websites with articles that appear to be independent. However, internal Monsanto documents revealed that a PR firm from Monsanto wrote the copy under the professor's name. The internal records also suggest 
that Monsanto had close ties to the Environmental Protection Agency, EPA, and other regulatory agencies, which some have argued contributed to a lack of oversight and regulation of Roundup and other glyphosate-based herbicides. These revelations about Monsanto's practices have sparked widespread criticism and calls for greater transparency and regulation of the agrochemical industry. Many argue that these practices put public health and the environment at risk and that more needs to be done to hold companies accountable for the safety of their products. Despite these efforts, concerns about the safety of Roundup weed killer have continued to mount, with studies linking the herbicide to cancer, birth defects, and other health problems. In addition, glyphosate is so pervasive that it's in the air we breathe, our water, our soil, and our food. And it's no wonder that it's even found increasingly in our bodies. Monsanto played a major role in the development and promotion of genetically modified organisms, GMOs. These crops are created by using a gene-splicing gun to insert foreign genes, often from bacteria or viruses, into the DNA of a plant. One of the most commonly used genes in GMOs is the Bacillus thuringiensis, Bt, gene, which produces a toxin that is lethal to insects. When insects ingest glyphosate, it damages their digestive tract, causing them to starve to death. While the idea behind GMOs was to create crops that were more resistant to pests and could yield higher harvests, concerns have been raised about the unintended consequences of these crops. The insertion of foreign genes into a plant's DNA can set off a cascade of unpredictable outcomes, and it's not always clear what the long-term impacts of these changes will be. Whitewash, the story of a weed killer, cancer, and the corruption of science, is a 2017 non-fiction book by American investigative journalist and former senior Reuters correspondent, Carrie Gillum. Her book is a gripping investigation into one of the most controversial issues in the history of food and agriculture. With new evidence of corporate influence, Gillum exposes how the introduction of a chemical, glyphosate, has devastated farm families with cancers and the scientists who spoke out against it. The book delves into the arm-twisting of regulators who ignored safety concerns and the industry's secret communications that reveal Monsanto's efforts to manipulate public perception. Whitewash is a chilling reminder of the consequences of putting corporate interests ahead of public safety, exposing the power and politics behind the hazards of one chemical and its devastating impact on society. One of the most well-known concerns about GMOs is the use of glyphosate, which works by interfering with a specific enzyme that is essential for plant growth, but it has also been shown to be harmful to non-target organisms, such as insects. Bees are incredibly important pollinators that play a vital role in our food supply and the health of our ecosystems. Without bees, many fruits, vegetables, and nuts would not exist, and our food system would collapse. Bees also pollinate crops that are used to feed livestock, which makes them essential for the production of meat, dairy, and eggs. Beyond their role in food production, bees also help maintain the biodiversity of our natural habitats by pollinating plants that provide homes and food for other animals. In short, bees are critical to the health and well-being of our planet, and their decline is a cause for serious concern. There has been a significant decline in bee populations worldwide, and it's a concern for environmentalists and scientists alike, 
with potentially devastating consequences for our food supply. Bees are responsible for pollinating a significant proportion of the world's crops, but their populations have been declining rapidly in recent years. Many factors contribute to this decline, including habitat loss, climate change, and the use of pesticides, particularly glyphosate. While glyphosate in Roundup is effective at killing weeds, it also has a detrimental effect on bees. Glyphosate can disrupt the bees' gut microbiome, making them more susceptible to disease and reducing their ability to forage and navigate. Additionally, glyphosate can also kill off the plants that bees rely on for food, further reducing their populations. Studies have shown that bees exposed to glyphosate have higher mortality rates and reduced reproductive success. This is particularly concerning given the crucial role that bees play in pollinating crops such as almonds, apples, and blueberries, which rely heavily on bee pollination. Without bees, these crops and many others would suffer significant declines in yield, leading to higher prices and potentially even food shortages. Efforts are being made to mitigate the harm caused by glyphosate and other pesticides to bee populations, including the development of alternative pest control methods and the restoration of bee habitats. However, there is still much work to be done to protect bees and ensure their continued role in our food supply. This has led some scientists to question what impact glyphosate might have on humans who consume food crops that have been sprayed with the herbicide. Some scientists and researchers have suggested that glyphosate and GMOs may be linked to the increase in autoimmune diseases, such as autism, that have been observed in recent years. They point to the fact that glyphosate can damage the gut microbiome, which is essential for a healthy immune system, and can lead to a condition known as intestinal impermeability, or leaky gut. This condition has been linked to a range of health problems, including autoimmune diseases. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, CDC, the prevalence of autism in the United States has continued to increase from the 1990s to today. In the 1990s, rates of autism were identified as 2 to 7 cases per 1,000 children. However, the most recent data from the CDC's Autism and Developmental Disabilities Monitoring Network shows that the prevalence of autism among children in the United States is now 1 in 54, or approximately 18.5 cases per 1,000 children. This represents a significant increase in the prevalence of autism over the past few decades, show a significant increase in autism prevalence over this period, with some estimates suggesting an increase of over 1,000% in some regions. The use of GMOs and glyphosate has become a controversial topic with some arguing that these technologies are essential for feeding a growing population, while others believe that they pose significant risks to human health and the environment. Dr. Gilles-Éric Serralini is a French biologist and professor of molecular biology at the University of Cannes-Normandy in France. He is known for his controversial research on genetically modified organisms and pesticides, including the 2012 Serralini study, which found health issues in rats fed with GM corn and exposed to glyphosate. Dr. Serralini has been a vocal critic of the agrochemical industry and has advocated for greater transparency and safety testing of GMOs and pesticides. His research has been met with both praise and criticism from the scientific community and has sparked debate about the safety of GM foods, 
and the influence of corporate interests on scientific research. The Seralini study, which used rats to examine the long-term effects of consuming genetically modified corn and exposure to glyphosate, found several health issues, including tumors, liver and kidney damage, hormonal disturbances, and early death. In addition, the study noted that some of the rats showed signs of chronic inflammation, which is associated with various diseases, including cancer. The Seralini study aimed to investigate the long-term effects of consuming genetically modified GM corn and being exposed to glyphosate, the active ingredient in Monsanto's Roundup herbicide. To achieve this, Seralini and his team used the same types of rats and a similar methodology as Monsanto did in their studies. However, there were some notable differences. The Seralini study was much longer in duration than Monsanto's studies. The study lasted for two years, which is equivalent to the lifespan of a rat, while Monsanto's studies only lasted 90 days. This extended duration allowed the Seralini study to track the long-term effects of consuming GM corn and glyphosate exposure, which were not detectable in Monsanto's shorter study. In addition, the Seralini study also used a larger sample size and tested several different doses of GM corn and glyphosate, while Monsanto only tested one dose of each. This allowed the Seralini study to detect any potential dose-response effects of GM corn and glyphosate exposure. Monsanto argued that the Seralini study was poorly designed and did not meet regulatory standards. In fact, Seralini did use the same methodology as Monsanto, the same type of rats, and did meet the regulatory standards expected in research of this nature. High fructose corn syrup, HFCS, is a sweetener commonly found in processed foods and beverages. It is a GM lab-created food that has become ubiquitous in the food supply, with some estimates suggesting that it is present in up to 70% of processed foods in the United States. This sweetener is a result of a chemical process that converts genetically modified corn starch into glucose and then further processes it to create a syrup that is high in fructose. Monsanto has played a significant role in the production of HFCS, as they have developed genetically modified corn that is resistant to glyphosate, which is used to kill weeds around the crops. The widespread use of glyphosate has led to a sharp increase in the use of genetically modified corn, which is the primary source of HFCS. The consumption of HFCS has been linked to several health problems, including obesity, type 2 diabetes, and liver damage. Research has shown that HFCS is metabolized differently by the body than other forms of sugar, leading to an increase in insulin resistance, which can contribute to the development of these health issues. HFCS is commonly found in soft drinks, baked goods, processed snacks, and many other foods. Checking the labels of processed foods can help consumers identify products that contain HFCS and make informed decisions about what they consume. As the use of HFCS continues to grow, it is important for consumers to be aware of the health risks associated with this sweetener and to take steps to limit their consumption of it. As of 2021, 38 countries have completely banned the cultivation and import of GMOs, including Algeria, Belize, Bhutan, Fiji, Kyrgyzstan, Madagascar, Peru, and Venezuela. There are over 60 countries that have implemented partial bans or labeling requirements for GMOs, including countries in the European Union, Japan, Australia, 
New Zealand, and several countries in Africa and South America. Some countries, such as Russia, have even banned the import of GM crops altogether. The most common GM crops that are grown around the world include soybeans, corn, cotton, canola, and sugar beets. These crops have been genetically modified to be resistant to pests and herbicides, such as glyphosate. Farmers around the world who have used Roundup on their crops have reported a range of issues, including increased costs, reduced yields, and the development of herbicide-resistant weeds. These problems can be particularly challenging for small-scale farmers who may not have the resources to invest in expensive GM seeds and herbicides. Monsanto has been accused of using manipulation and coercion to get farmers to buy their products. The company has been criticized for aggressively patenting its seeds, making it nearly impossible for farmers to grow crops without using their products. Monsanto has also been accused of intimidating farmers who attempt to save and replant their seeds, which is a common practice among farmers around the world. Despite these concerns, the use of GM crops continues to be widespread around the world, and the associated pesticides could have negative effects on both the environment and human health. One of the major concerns about GM crops is the development of herbicide-resistant weeds, which can lead to an increase in herbicide use and a decrease in crop yields, which can have long-term impacts on the environment and the economic viability of farming. Another concern is the potential for the genetic modification of crops to have unintended consequences, such as the transfer of genes to wild species of crops or other plants, or the creation of new allergens or toxins. The use of pesticides, such as glyphosate, has also raised concerns about the potential impacts on human health. Studies have linked exposure to glyphosate to a range of health issues, including cancer, reproductive problems, and developmental disorders. In 2018, the German chemical and pharmaceutical company Bayer acquired Monsanto for $63 billion, creating what some have called Monsanto 2.0. Bayer's acquisition of Monsanto has raised concerns among environmental and public health advocates who worry that the company's history of producing toxic chemicals and genetically modified organisms will continue under the new ownership. Some worry that the merger with Bayer could further consolidate the seed market and limit farmers' options when it comes to purchasing seeds. The new company has a significant share of the market in both seeds and pesticides, which could lead to increased prices and reduced competition. The merger of Bayer and Monsanto has raised significant concerns among environmental and public health advocates who worry that the new company will continue to prioritize profits over public safety and environmental health. Despite numerous lawsuits and mounting evidence linking Monsanto's Roundup herbicide to cancer and other health problems, Bayer has continued to defend the safety of its products. The company has faced criticism for its handling of the Roundup lawsuits, with some accusing the company of downplaying the risks of Roundup and attempting to discredit the scientists and advocates who have raised concerns about the chemical. Critics have also expressed concern about the lack of transparency and labeling when it comes to Monsanto's products, including those now owned by Bayer. Many argue that consumers have a right to know whether the products they are buying contain potentially harmful chemicals, yet labeling laws in the U.S. and other countries remain lax.
The long-term impacts of GM crops on the environment and human health are complex and multifaceted, and much more research is needed to fully understand the risks and benefits of this technology. In the meantime, it's important for consumers to be aware of the potential risks associated with GM crops and to make informed choices about the food they eat. Consumers can take several steps to make informed choices about the food they eat and reduce their risk of glyphosate exposure. Here are some suggestions. Choose organic foods. Organic foods are grown without the use of synthetic pesticides, including glyphosate. Choosing organic foods can help reduce your exposure to glyphosate and other potentially harmful chemicals. Look for non-GMO labels. Products that are labeled as non-GMO are made without the use of genetically modified organisms, which may be sprayed with glyphosate. By choosing non-GMO products, you can avoid potential exposure to glyphosate. Read labels carefully. Look for foods that are made without the use of glyphosate and check for other potentially harmful ingredients, such as artificial colors, flavors, and preservatives. Avoid highly processed foods. Highly processed foods often contain a wide range of additives and preservatives, some of which may be harmful to your health. By choosing whole foods and cooking meals from scratch, you can avoid potential exposure to glyphosate and other harmful chemicals. Support local farmers. Supporting local farmers who use sustainable farming practices can help reduce your exposure to glyphosate and other harmful chemicals, while also supporting the local economy. By taking these steps, consumers can make informed choices about the food they eat and reduce their risk of glyphosate exposure. There are several other ways that people can help raise awareness about the potential harms associated with products produced by companies like Monsanto and Bayer and encourage others to take steps to protect themselves and their communities. One of the most important things that people can do is to learn more about the products produced by these companies and the potential health and environmental risks associated with them. By staying informed and sharing this information with others, individuals can help raise awareness and encourage others to take action. Support Transparency and Labeling Laws People can support efforts to increase transparency and labeling requirements for products produced by companies like Monsanto and Bayer. By requiring clear labeling of products that contain potentially harmful chemicals or GMOs, consumers can make more informed choices about the foods they eat and the products they use. Advocate for stronger regulations. People can advocate for stronger regulations on companies that produce potentially harmful products, including advocating for stricter safety testing requirements and more rigorous oversight of companies like Monsanto and Bayer. Support Organic and Non-GMO Farming By supporting organic and non-GMO farming practices, consumers can help create a market for safer and more sustainable food production methods and help reduce the market share of companies that produce potentially harmful products. Get involved in local and national activism. People can get involved in local and national activism efforts focused on environmental and public health issues, including efforts to hold companies like Monsanto and Bayer accountable for their actions and to promote more sustainable and responsible corporate practices. Several local and national activism efforts can be done to focus on environmental and public health issues and hold companies like Monsanto and Bayer accountable. Here are a few examples. 
Contacting elected officials and letting them know your concerns about the harmful products produced by companies like Monsanto and Bayer can be an effective way to hold these companies accountable. It can also help to advocate for stronger regulations and better labeling requirements. Joining in public demonstrations and protests can also be an effective way to raise awareness about the harmful products produced by these companies and demand change. Demonstrations can include marches, rallies, and other events. Supporting local and national advocacy groups that focus on environmental and public health issues can also make a difference. These groups often work to hold companies like Monsanto and Bayer accountable and promote safer, more sustainable practices. Educating others about the harmful products produced by these companies and how to protect themselves can also be a powerful tool. This can include sharing information online, speaking with friends and family members, and getting involved in community education efforts. Writing to elected officials and urging them to pass legislation requiring the labeling of GMOs and harmful chemicals can also help make a difference. Another significant way you can make an impact is with the almighty dollars you spend on safer herbicides and safer foods, while also reducing the carbon footprint associated with transportation, organic farming practices prohibit the use of synthetic herbicides and pesticides, which can significantly reduce the exposure of individuals to harmful chemicals. Consumers can also look for products that have been certified by third-party organizations such as the Non-GMO Project or the USDA Organic Certification. These certifications ensure that products have been produced using sustainable and environmentally friendly practices and do not contain GMOs. The Monsanto controversy highlights the complex interplay between science, business, and public health. While the debate over the safety of GMOs and glyphosate continues, it is clear that consumers and policymakers need to take action to reduce their exposure to these products and demand greater transparency and accountability from companies like Monsanto and Bayer. By supporting organic and non-GMO agriculture, advocating for stronger labeling laws, and promoting research into the long-term effects of these products on human health and the environment, we can work towards a safer and more sustainable food system. Consumers have the power to shape the market by supporting companies that prioritize public health and environmental sustainability. By making informed choices and supporting responsible companies and practices, we can make a difference by contributing to a healthier and more sustainable future. It's clear that change is needed. However, we must not lose hope in the face of these challenges. Many individuals and groups are working tirelessly to demand better regulations and hold corporations accountable for their actions. Ultimately, we all have a role to play in shaping the future of corporations and their impact on society. By staying informed, speaking out against injustice, and supporting positive change, we can work towards a healthier and more just world for all. It may not happen overnight, but with dedication and determination, we can create a better future for ourselves and future generations to come. Subscribe, like, and follow Psyspiracy for more fascinating stories that expose conspiracies and hidden agendas that manipulate the truth in science, which impacts the planet and the future of humanity.